we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Quiddy Cast with the Larry Quiddy Lie. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure being with you for yet another episode in which we talk about all things crazy. Well, not all crazy things, not everything has to be crazy, but I guess some of things kind of swing the pendulum, if you want to call it that, as a go, and gently undulate with my voice. I'm not saying I'm dead, so I can't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up in this week's episode, I'm going to talk about that uh, Zimbabwe's open up sports, um, you know, in the country. And I was going to talk about the performance of the cricket team. You cannot talk about sports this week without talking about that crazy shit that happened over there. And then finally, in the final part, you know the story about Quavo when he sent um, people to repossess stuff from his ex? I asked the question, is it okay to uh, repossess your stuff after a breakup. But uh, anyway, in the f- just to give you some of the news for this week, uh, restaurants last week were allowed to reopen in Zimbabwe for sit-ins. So remember they were open, first of all, uh, just for people to be able to take do takeaways. That's not to say that there were no people breaking the rules, you know. And that's another thing I think that's actually been created by this pandemic that people are now just hanging out with people they like so people are, are, are not intermingling as much as they used to before where you just go to a random place and, and meet some strangers now uh, people go to a certain place in a certain neighborhood in which nobody else is allowed and yeah and people have a jaw and they i mean even after the sit-ins were better this was before the sit-ins were allowed i mean i'm not a snitch so i'm not gonna snitch anyone <laughs> so even before that there, there were people there were places in which only people from those kind of neighborhoods or had connections within those establishments could go to and now the what's happened is that with the sit-ins allowed obviously now the sit-ins will have a dj and if they've got a dj obviously kind of gets a little bit clubby and yeah i'm i'm not suggesting anything because remember last year as part of all the activity that was happening bars were never actually allowed to open but umjolo happened yeah so whatever Make of that what you will. Congratulations to Kim Mushapaize who proposed uh, his uh, uh, who proposed to his girlfriend Kimberly Natasha. Oh no, Kimberly Peters. What's her, what's her first name? Panache. Yes, Panache Kimberly Peters. She is uh, a presenter at Nash TV now. Kim Mush- well, Mushapaize is uh, the manager for. Uh, Razor, and it was on his birthday weekend he had proposed to her the videos out there on the internet and so you can check it out so congratulations to him and wish them a happy life not so great is in uh, um, out in Tanzania where John Magufuli the president passed away uh, the, the the government there said that it was because of condition you know heart conditions and so forth again make of that what you will and then also um, what else happened in the use Zimbabwe gave a general amnesty to people 
um, in the country uh, who are in prison as long as they don't fall under certain criminals, crime acts like sex crimes and murder and fraud and so forth. If, th- if they'd served at least a third of their sentence, they're able to get uh, an amnesty. Last year, about 1,800 people were released under the amnesty. So, yeah, so the amnesty is happening. And then finally, did you hear about this? The United Arab Emirates is uh, pulling out two uh, approved two new visas for everyone in the world. The first one is a remote work visa, which allows you to go and stay as self-sponsored. Self-sponsored means you pay for your own stay and so forth. And you get, you're able to go and stay in the United Arab Emirates for a year while doing remote work. And your company does not have to come from the United Arab Emirates. So essentially working out of Dubai. Um, and what it does, of course, I think the advantage is you got access to the rest of the world one flight away. And also uh, with the tech, tech um, innovation that is in that part of the world, who knows what else you can do? And of course, they benefit from the fact that they get people make D- Dubai an attractive living destination. It's a bit hot, but, uh, you know, some people sacrifice that. And uh, the second visa is a multiple entry tourism visa that is for five years. Now, this visa allows you to go in and out of uh, the United Arab Emirates without needing to get a visa every time you go through. And you can go there for up to 90 days and renew for another 90 days so you can actually stay in Dubai for six months Uh, a bit expensive but I'm not sure why I'd be there for six months uh, just chilling out self-sponsored and so forth unless I don't know I don't know it's just it is what it is. I asked a friend earlier on oh if they would go there they were like oh what opportunities exist there I I don't know. Sometimes you just got to jump in a plane and figure it out. Bringing you conversation. So if you haven't heard, Zimbabwe has just opened up for sporting activity to take place. That is all sorts of sporting activities. They used to have the minimum risk ones. So the minimum risk ones were, for example, golf, darts, cricket, and so forth. They're the ones that opened, uh, first of all, and Zimbabwe cricket already had women's cricket being played. Even and in men's cricket, the Logan Cup has started. And speaking of cricket, I mean... Uh, the T20 guys make you want to punch their faces. So they are in um, the United Arab Emirates where they lost to uh, 3-0 in the T20 series against, uh, which was it, against Afghanistan. And you're sitting there and you're like, okay, you, the, the coach says, you know, we didn't have enough time to switch from different formats. And therefore, therefore that's the reason why. And you're sitting there you're like, yeah, I get you, but no, nah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> because, look, uh, I, I think there is a big problem in Zimbabwe when it comes to T20 cricket. We just don't play enough of it at domestic or international level. So you look at the Afghanistan batters that were hitting that ball long and hard. They, and, and, you know, just, just like smacking it out of the park. And the only person who was, was doing that for Zimbabwe was Ryan Burl. Now, against like eight guys from Afghanistan who can do that, the chances of winning a match is low because even with their batting, you can see that the guys are almost scared of going the aerial route when batting. They're scared of hitting the ball so it goes over. So it's such a huge problem. It was all very disappointing that the young players that went in Milton Shumba to, I mean, to an extent, Wesley Madevere because he's now not a newbie anymore. But, you know, the other side of it all is that maybe it's just the dip in form is going to learn how to deal with coming out of a, of a rut of a bad experience and stuff like that. So I don't know. It, it, it's just... 
Then there's the, the, the mature players. Some guys they have been playing in their 20th, 30th match and playing so timidly. I understand that guys did not get to play competitive cricket and Afghanistan were playing cricket throughout this whole time. I get it. You know, you don't, you won't get anyone who has more sympathy for the guys guys than that. So uh, remember that they were going to have a T20 tournament starting in early January. And that did not happen because there was a lockdown. So they were not able to play cricket until a couple of weeks later when they were allowed to train for the Afghanistan tour. Meanwhile, Afghanistan are playing all over the world and getting uh, match fitness and that sort of thing. And Zimbabwe's first experience, competitive experience of the year, they get to play against Afghanistan in a test. They won that in two days. Go goody. Then they lose the second second one, uh, taking it to five days. And you can see the mistakes that are there is just because guys are not playing. But on the T20 format, as much as they're saying that it's difficult for people to change formats, seriously, guys, you've got to do better. You've got to hit that ball. It's there to be hit. Uh, this, this gently stroking it like it's a baby is so weird. It's just like, why are you even doing that? Just You know, and I, it's just one of those things that ends up giving making me angry <laughs> just by the tone of my voice where I'm kind of like trying to be chill and everything about it I was just kind of like yeah no 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 this is not how we do things but let's go back to you know the fact that sport is opening up and talk, talking about high risk sports like football and so so forth so it's easy to, to say, hey, great, guys are coming back to play football and that sort of thing. And I, and they've, they've no bigger sympathizer than me. Okay, I'm beginning to sound like Donald Trump. Nobody understands more the football community more than me. No, they'll, have, they'll all be bigger sympathizers, of course, in real terms. But they have my sympathy because they haven't had been able to play football for years now, since 2019. And there's been no league that's being played. But... Being allowed to open up without a plan around how it works uh, beyond, oh, we'll just test people and play in a bubble or whatever the case may be, or play behind closed doors. It doesn't make sense. It just won't work. Because if you're looking at the Premier League, for example, in the United Kingdom, they still make money from TV gate takings. That's number one. Also, even though fans are not in the stadium, fans are kind of there because you get to watch every single match. Nowadays, they don't even show two matches playing at the same time. I know certainly when lockdown's a lot harder, you'd find that you'd have one match being shown at a time so people could watch as many matches as they could. Uh, normal times, lunchtime kickoffs or whatever would have like, I mean, on a, you know, 3 p.m. kickoffs on Saturday would have like four or five matches simultaneously being played. But you don't see much of that at the, uh, at the moment. So if you don't have that, where fans can have a bird's eye view into the into football matches from outside it's just practice matches essentially it's it's just it's it's punitive because the, the clubs won't be able to run it uh, bar the, the 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 clubs that are you know funded by by you know um mines and so forth the rest are just not going to be able to make it guys like highlanders and dynamos rely greatly and to a large extent on fans coming to watch football matches so it's just not going to work even the little money that is coming in will dissipate right now there is no television deal and i don't know when a television deal of that lucrative um, a lucrative television deal will come through so 
as much as I'm excited about the fact that football is coming back in Zimbabwe because I like our football players to get some action so that they could just become better and also have careers. You've got to ask those questions. How is it going to be paid for? The Zimbabwe Football Association said it can pay for the initial, uh, what's the thing, the initial testing. But they're looking at $410, $450 testing per team uh, for the rapid antigen test. And every game day you're looking at, every month uh, or something like that, they're looking like $8,100 each or something like that. And you look at, yeah, where are they going to get $8,100? Especially some of these clubs that have just been promoted. And this is the first time in the, in the top flight league. So it is, it, it is, it is a mess, to be honest. It, it is a right old mess. And I think they've just got to hope that there's a massive immunization drive and soon they'll be able to open um, that up for fans to come in and watch football matches like the president says he wants to happen. But as it stands, it's testy. It's, it, they, they probably, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Maybe one of the new tele television stations is coming and can come and buy some of the rights. Who knows? We appreciate your time. Tell your friends and family about us. Listener discretion is advised. It's Larry and you're listening to the final segment of the Credit Cast. And of course, uh, it's the love section. So um, first of all, just to give you a, 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 um, a behind, it's not called behind the scenes. <laughs> A backstory to what happened. Quavo, who is part of a group called Migos, was de dating an, a singer or rapper by the name of Sawidi. I only found out about existence a couple of weeks ago, and I Googled and said, oh, okay, that's who she's dating. I don't even know who Quavo was, okay? <laughs> that's how uncool and overrated I am. So anyway, so uh, they were dating, and so at some point they break up, right? And then he gets repo men. Man, I've been repo, repo women at the, on that. I didn't see the pictures. But he sent repo men to go and repossess the vehicle. And so my question to many people was, okay, is it okay to reclaim a gift that you've given to somebody um, after you've broken up? And uh, before I weigh in, this is what everybody had to say. Uh, this own did that shit for Cloud, and then now that it's over, he wants his clock back. That's why I think for me, when it comes to gifting someone, it's more important that the gift be sentimental than that it be valuable in terms of like monetary value, because monetary value can easily be taken away. But if someone gave you something that um, made you smile a way you've never smiled, you know, that's a completely different experience, you feel. No, I would never reclaim a present. It was a present and it was given to the person, so it now belongs to them. Why would I want to reclaim it? After all, when you get my memories, you don't even want to remember, so people should just keep what they were given. I wouldn't reclaim my present after a breakup because it was a, it was a gift. We gave it to each other whilst we were still dating, so what's the point in taking it back? Like, seriously. I think that that stunt by Quaver was just lame. It was lame on so many levels. Because he was the one at fault anyway. Because the girlfriend said he was cheating. So why is he so bitter? He was just supposed to let it go like... What is... What is... I mean, 
what is he trying to prove anyway? I don't get it. Haiwa, 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 haiwa. If it's if it's as big as a car, reclaim it, reclaim it. Don't even hesitate. Reclaim that shit. Ah, perfect. Can I just say I'm not very possessive because at the end of the day, what if you don't reclaim the present and then she's gonna use that present to ride with some other nigga? So what's the point? There is no point whatsoever to give her the, you know, to make her keep the gift. Take it back. You know, you know, but we are not Keep it. She must keep it because she's gonna come back anyway. But in the day, if you know that, I'm going to be two minutes, five seconds. Take that shit back. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, if when you present uh, your your partner with a gift, when you give them a gift. And then you break up and you want to take it back it's it doesn't work like that when you give someone a gift you're giving them you know um and it's not to say unless you're giving them on the basis to say yeah for as long as you're my girlfriend you can have this gift then go but if you're just give giving them a gift to say um as a token of appreciation or as a sign that you love them let them have it even after the breakup as painful or as expensive as that gift might have been you know just let them have it it's a gift you can't do take back on a gift bringing you conversation available on all platforms man <laughs> i don't know i don't really know i i, I think it also goes on the quality of the breakup if the if the breakup was amicable you're likely you're likely to let a lot of things go, and I mean one of the the, the the key things that was mentioned by somebody's expense, but expense is not really a thing, really. I think uh, I, I think it can be if it's in the case of of uh, a major investment. So is this? I guess it's around the same thing that you would argue when it comes to um, people who are breaking up from a marriage because there's been. There have been in uh, there's been tangible assets that have been created, and tangible wealth that's been created. Um, as for the, 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 the so therefore I can understand what a man is going to go and get his Bentley back. Also, like if he hasn't fully paid for it, would he would he be wi- willing to keep making payments for his ex girlfriend to be using that vehicle? Um, yeah, you know, is it a reasonable request? Because, I mean, look, while you're in love and it's working out, people just gift each other things. And, and you know, dudes will, will spend their rent on a date <laughs> if they feel like they really dig a check. So I'm not surprised that Quavo is going to go out and get a, a Bentley for his woman. Because you, at no point while you're dating that person are you thinking we're going to break up. And so therefore, when you say she's driving a Bentley, you're kind of like, I've invested in this partner of mine because I'm living a, a good life. I want her to also live, live a good life. But, but I think what it comes down to is you don't want her to live a good life off you um, while you're not with them. And, and I... The thing is, I, I, I understand breakups. Breakups are weird. And 
I, I understand when people are petty. There's some breakups I've been petty, and there break breakups other people have been petty. So I don't think it's a rational conversation. I don't think that at most times people are enjoying the breakup or are really at peace at it and peace with it until they go for therapy and that sort of thing, where they have just got to deal with loss and things of that nature. Um, so it's 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 really a difficult situation. Do I think I, I I would like to think that there's some instances that I might be tempted to go and reclaim some of my positions. I don't think that is my natural inclination, but I I, I like I said when you're in the moment you do some some irrational shit like like when you when you when you replay that stuff later in the day and you're like man that was dumb, but when it was happening you didn't think it was dumb. You thought it was like the coolest thing ever, and I don't know if it, if it's I don't know if it's uncool. Like, who makes the rule for how a breakup should happen? I think we all like to think that will be the um, the mature one when we leave somebody. We all like to think that we will be able to say, "Ah, oh, you know, it didn't work out. Thank you, and all the best." We'd like to think that we're that person, um, but you know. That's the ideal set of circumstances. And yet the reality is we could end up acting a fool. And if you're acting out, out acting a fool, then you're try, trying, you know, trying to bring yourself back down to earth. And meanwhile, you know, like like you um, were Freeman, a nigger moment kicks in. And you're like, nah, man, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Especially like I said, if there's cheating and all sorts of stuff involved. And I know some people think there's a memory to those things. I I think sometimes you get it back and you th- and you you throw it away. You know, you, it's not like you if you bought her. A, what is a significant investment for somebody who's not that well moneyed? Uh, the latest iPhone X and you're using a or I, latest iPhone and you're using a an entry level phone because you don't think phones are important. I don't think you're taking that phone and using it yourself. You're giving it to your little sister or your cousin or something like that. So, so more often than not, when it's taken back, it's not even a case of it's going to be reused by the person who's taking it back. So I don't think Quavo is necessarily going to be driving that car. I mean, the other side of it was that Quavo could be getting pet, a little petty here in that he's he could be like, uh, I'm going to show you what life is without me, which is creepy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna withdraw everything that that was comfortable in your life and see if you could enjoy life without Quavo. That could be his thinking, which kind of goes into a bit narcissist. It goes goes a bit crazy. And like I said, I think we all have a bit of narcissism and craziness in in our, in, each, in ourselves, and we like to think that we are fine. We like we are we are the most rational person around. Like we just get it. But in, in essence, as I said, uh, in the moment when you have to make that decision, you don't always make the right decision or you don't make the rational decision. That's, a, this, that's it for this week's episode of The Criticast. And uh, remember, The Criticast is uh, published by Three Men on a Boat. You can find out uh, uh, about it. Uh, you can subscribe on any platform like iTunes. Uh, do they call it iTunes? Yes, yes, it's on your phone. It's called, uh, laptop is called iTunes. Apple Podcasts, what they call it. Google Podcasts, you can get it then. Spotify. 
uh, Podchaser, Listen Notes. There's a lot of places. If you want to just go directly to our main host, which is iono.fm, just type criticast.co.zw and you get there and check out all the episodes. Of course, if you subscribe every time there is a new message uh, or there's a new show, you'll be made notified. Uh, other than that, take care of yourself. And oh, just by the way, you want to get in touch with me on Twitter at Quirirai. K-W-I-R-I-R-A-Y-I. And on any other social media platform, just look for Larry Quirirai. That's on Instagram, uh, TikTok. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, Facebook. Did I mention Facebook? Yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's do that thing. So, yeah, get in touch with me on all the, in any different platform. Let's have a conversation. Let's keep going. What would you do? Do you take, I know you didn't get a chance to put your voice note in here, but would you actually uh, decide to repossess your stuff? Yeah, so get in touch with me, as I said, on any of these issues. Larry at 3-mob.com. I forgot that there's, a, there's an email address. So, yeah, other than that, uh, stay safe, wash your hands, uh, social distance, and uh, save lives. And the words, as I always say from where I come from, take care of yourself. It's been Larry. It's been The Criticast. Join us again next time when we will be back with more tips, techniques, and cheats to achieve the rewards that you deserve. Thank you so much for your time today. And please, set your podcatcher so that you never, ever miss us. Bye for now, and thanks so much for listening.